Welcome to episode number four of Sotelio. We are the Hoteliers podcast for social media management. And now, from the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of Sotelio. This is Andy. And this is Patsy. Coming up in episode number four of Patelio. What is social media platforms? What social what social media platforms should you be using? And um, how to tell if your social media is actually working? And thirdly, uh, when is it okay to replicate uh, content? If you want to get in touch here with the crew at Sotelio, it's pretty easy to do. You can send us an email at hello at Sotelio. That is S-O-T-E-L-L dot I-O. You can also follow us on Twitter at Hello Sotelio or Facebook at Hello Sotelio as well. So, Pats, you're going to talk about what social media platforms people should be using in their hotels or motels, just their property in general. Sounds great, Andy. So I don't want to break it down into uh, two ones they should do, either the ones they should definitely be doing or the ones they should be considering doing. I think first and foremost, people ought to be using Facebook. That's pretty much where the world is. And if you don't have a presence on Facebook, you're kind of missing out on a lot of your audience. Uh, Facebook affords people to do a lot of social media marketing. You can run campaigns. You can run coupons. You have pictures. You have videos. Tons of stuff that you can do on Facebook. And if you're not Using Facebook, like I said, everybody's there. But the vast majority of people there. It's the number one guy to you. It's the elephant in the room. Absolutely. Twitter's another one I think people should use. There is a large demographic of people who use Twitter as a communication method. So if you have events or anything going on at your property, using Twitter to communicate those events in a sort of real-time format is advantageous. Uh, having Twitter to like tweet out something like, We've said it before on the show, when breakfast is ready, right. you know, have a picture of your, your breakfast buffet or continental breakfast, even if it's just an orange, mm-hmm. <laughs> something right. out there. Let people know when it's time to go ahead and, and come on down. What about Instagram? Do you use Instagram at all? You know, I don't. That's fine. It's full of my, pictures. My, <laughs> my daughter does. Well, there you go. And how old's your daughter? She's 18, and um, she loves it. She's on all the time. And I've actually told her I'm going to get me an account soon because I do <laughs> know the relevance of it. But I just haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm still on Facebook. Facebook has definitely helped me and, you know, and my clients get to communicate in a nice, effective way. But what you highlighted there is the fact that a younger demographic is on, is on Instagram. Absolutely. That's so true. Facebook owns Instagram. So having those accounts, uh, both of them is very easy to do. You can do some cross-posting from your Facebook in- into Instagram. Really? makes it very Yeah, Facebook makes it super simple to do that. However, what I recommend people doing on Instagram is photos. Stick to a lot of your photos on Instagram. Right. So you want to have those. You want pictures of your property. You want pictures of the cool sunset, the cool sunrise, what your pool looks like, people having fun. Share those on Instagram because people browse Instagram looking for those pictures, and that creates that that mindset and it kind of starts fulfilling the dream that they're going to have for staying at your property. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be like when we go to, you know, this weekend coming up, we're going down to Orlando, we're going to be at this convention, we're staying at this hotel. What's that going to be like? They go on Instagram and start seeing pictures of the property. Now they're like, yeah, yeah, I can't right. wait to check out that buffet Absolutely. or I can't wait to see that sunset by the pool or man, they got a hot tub. I cannot wait to go to the hot tub. Right. So you start painting that picture ahead of time. Now, one that some people don't even consider a social media platform, but I do, is YouTube. You kind of need a YouTube channel. Awesome. And you don't have to have the professional videos. You don't need all the lighting and the HD cameras and the whole nine yards. You don't need all that. You can do a simple YouTube video from your phone. I love YouTube. I've been using YouTube lately. I didn't realize the benefits of YouTube until recently. I've been doing some, um, some videos from my phone, too, and I've gotten so many views and comments, and it's awesome, Andy. You're right. And see, that's the thing. You get those views. The, the population, my kids, who are, uh, my daughter is a, almost a senior in high school. She'll be a senior this coming year, and my son will be a sophomore in college. Oh. They both watch YouTube like I used to watch TV growing exactly. up. Exactly, right. So that's the upcoming audience, and you want to be there. You want your properties to have that presence already, 
for this upcoming generation. Right. And these kids are traveling. Yeah, getting I was about around, to say that. My, yeah, my son for the summer is doing an internship. He's not even near the house. He's traveling towards the latter part of summer. He's already got his locations booked. And because of that, he's going to be staying, like you just said. They're traveling. They're moving right. around. Not even locally. They're going around the, the, the United States. They're going around the world. Right. A lot of my YouTube uh, uh, viewers and comments have been coming from different parts of the world. I've gotten some from UK. I've gotten some from um, from Africa, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that I would actually touch a person's, you know, you know, you know, just inspire someone or or get a like from somewhere so far away just from you know being on YouTube here in my you know in Orlando in my own living room doing something. <laughs> That's always, and what's amazing, we started getting comments from like Australia. Right. And you're like, what? Right, it's <laughs> awesome. How far away can I exactly. get? Exactly. Like, why are you up this early on YouTube <laughs> or this late on YouTube? Well, Australia is 12 hours or so a difference. That's a weird thing, too, it's got time differences. Right. And so exactly. when you have anything in social media, it's working for you 24 hours, seven days a week. That's right. So to be able to, to touch that audience in a completely different place in the world immediately Especially right. if someone's going to come visiting Orlando and, and they're happen to be browsing like, what's fun to do in Orlando? And now your hotel's got a YouTube channel. Right. And they see it and they see people having fun. There are a lot of hotels here that have amenities like a water park That's built right. into it. And now you're thinking, wow, okay, I could go to all these theme parks and spend a lot of extra money to have my kids go right. to the water parks at these theme parks or get almost the or, same effect at this hotel. Right. I think I'll stay at this hotel because look at these kids having fun. Exactly. I can name five in an instant, but I'm not going to. <laughs> five hotels with, with water slides? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. With great slides in Orlando, Florida. Absolutely. We should do a whole show on uh, sliding in hotels. That'd oh, my be gosh. Fun. It's great. And you save, like, as you said, you save so much money, potentially. Again, you're saving money and you're gaining money because you're keeping that guest at your location, you know, which means they're going to buy something. Absolutely. And, you know, that was that was one of the big pushes when I was in the hotel industry, Andy, was to keep the guests and property, even though they're promoting, you know, the attractions. You know, the objective is to keep as many guests and property, you know, the full services because they have the restaurants. And now, as you mentioned, they have the water parks. So, you know, they have the fitness center. You know, they have, you know, everything laundry facility. They have they have pretty much everything, you know, that one would need if they were to go off property. Ice cream haulers, so yeah. Mm, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to have those on there, like we said, and then to promote those via social media, that's going to already start framing that person's mindset before they even arrive to your property. And that's one of the things I push a lot is to start framing your guests before they even arrive. Start oh, yeah. setting their mindset up. Start setting their expectations. You're kind of pre-programming them. So they know, right. hey, Yes, I'm coming to Orlando, Florida. Yes, it's going to be busy. Yes, we're going to be tuckered out from the theme parks all day or the convention I'm going to because conventions are, in my opinion, just as tiring sometimes as oh, theme yeah. parks can oh, be. Oh, yeah. And I've booked myself an extra day. What, do I, what am I going to do for that extra day? Well, if, if your property is providing all these amenities and now they know about these amenities, that question goes away. And they say that last day? The spa. Those, yeah, the spa, <laughs> the the the, you know, the water park, like you said, or the the whatever rock climbing that's at the hotel. Right. Oh yeah, the, all these cool things to do. But if you never let your customers know that, sure, they might see a picture someone posted. But if it's not yours, you don't have control over it. You know, they get some kind of subjective view of it. Right. Whereas if you are putting out a video, now you can highlight exactly what you want to highlight. Right. Absolutely. Like you don't show them that one little broken spot on the rock climbing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that right. one loose little, you don't show them about that. So. so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube is where I would definitely 100% focus my efforts in the social media world. That's a great push. Other ones to consider, LinkedIn. Oh, yes. That is still, um, although it's being kind of invaded a little bit by uh, up and coming generation, that is still the professional's place to go hang Absolutely. out and exchange information. So if I have a hotel that I want to cater to the business person, I definitely want to have a presence on LinkedIn. It's going to be a different voice. I'm not going to use all the fun lingo that I may use on Facebook. It's not going to be as relaxed, but it's going to hit on the higher end amenities, the business center. Right. Uh, the spa, like you said, you know, you give someone who's had a big, long conference and you let them know, hey, we have a business center. We've got all this. Uh, we have printers. We have copy machines. We've got scanners. We can fax. And by the way, while you're doing all that, 
We know you're going to be tired. We have a spa. You can get a back rub. You can right. get a, a mani-pedi, whatever you're going to get. Right. Some evening tea. So, right. Yeah, you got right. Serve right to you. Absolutely. Some chamomile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that, that business person realizes, you know what? I deserve this. Right. I am going out of my way on this conference for my company, representing my company, trying to close these deals, whatever the case might be. And at the end of the day, that spa's got my name on it. Right. And it's so much easier having that visual, you know, provided via, you know, social media platforms like LinkedIn to help, you know, convince the uh, the guests, the potential guests that this is where you want to be. You know, it really beats Andy going online yourself and scrolling through a website and looking at pictures and reading reviews and, you know, doing all that stuff. That's good stuff, but you definitely want to, that's definitely an enhancer. Yeah, looking at all that stuff is great, but as we said before, having the, the control, you're presenting the message you want to present. Absolutely. Beats any message anybody else can present. You know your story better than anybody else. That's right. Google Plus. <sighs> Google Plus. Google Plus. Still around. <laughs> Still chugging around. Google's awesome. You need to have a presence there. Uh, if anything else, that social media presence on Google Plus is going to help your uh, social rankings, your Google rankings. It's going to help. The more free tools you use from Google, the better off you are. And it's free. And it's free. I love that about Google. So you might as well be there. I don't necessarily put a lot of my effort into Google Plus because it's still kind of fledgling and there's still not a big adaptation or adoption there, rather. Okay. But I do use it simply because I get the benefit of Google. Right. And we'll talk about some more of Google's benefits coming up here shortly. Sounds good. And another one that you can't, you might want to consider is Snapchat. Oh, yeah. So it's a completely different demographic than I'm in. <laughs> My kids love it. Right. Up and comers, hip people love it. Um, I'm not hip. The hip people. Yeah, I'm not hip. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm just, it's not me. I've tried it. I don't get it. It does. So, but people do. Yeah. So right. you need to understand how Snapchat works and you need to understand what kind of message you can deliver on Snapchat and how to deliver that message on Snapchat. Once you understand that and you get your stories done and your, your, daily, your daily stories done, then people are watching Snapchat just as if they were watching a real short TV series. And you, you just highlighted that. I guess the, the, the biggest benefit of Snapchat is the stories. Mm-hmm. Is that like, a, is that like a, um, a YouTube kind of sort of? Very, very short. So okay. we're talking less than a minute type thing. So gotcha. someone's going to watch a couple and they, you just kind of weave in a couple clips together. So think of very short cuts. You're showing your, you know, something in front of the hotel, maybe, maybe someone splashing into a pool, and you're going over to someone lying down on a bed. Just really quick little two to three second cuts, and you're done. The whole thing takes less than a minute. Now, can they edit? Because I'm not, I'm not hip either, but my daughter's very <laughs> hip, so she's on Snapchat too. She's got all the platforms down. You do get a small editing bit. You can cut. Uh, you're cut and crop your video segments. So you get exactly what you want for your transitions, but your transitions are all cuts. Gotcha. And you can do some overlays, which is also very good, Orlando overlays or whatnot. Okay. So it's got to be there. Again, Google Plus and the Snapchat and LinkedIn, highly consider those. But for, for definitely you want to be in the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube world. Those are definitely all good, good points there. Good platforms. And if you're not sure how to do that, Give us a call or send us an email and we can help you take that next step. Yeah. So big question, Gate, is how do you know if your social media is working? You just spend all this time and all this effort and all this energy on all your, we just talked about it, being on Facebook and everywhere else. Well, how do you know if it's worth your time? You can be paying a full-time person to be doing all your social media. And you're like, okay, great. This guy is completely busy every day. He's running around with a camera. He's taking pictures. This is all fantastic. But if you're not getting a return on that, is it really fantastic? So you need to have some kind of tracking in place. The first thing I like to do is shorten my URLs. So if I have a website that I want someone to go to, a web page, maybe it's a special, maybe it's a coupon, maybe it's a announcement for a convention, doesn't matter what it is. I want to use a URL shortener. So I'm not giving them this long drawn out URL to go to. Clever. Give them a short one. Uh, And there's three services I use. 
and you give them that short URL. And then the beauty of it is you can then go back and see how many people actually clicked and followed that link. Oh, so it's got a metrics. It's got metrics on it. Built into it. So the very first one that I like using is Google's. Google has a URL shortener. And it's called Google. It's G-O-O dot G-L. Oh, okay. It's free. Completely free to use. And the reason I like it is, again, you're telling Google where your stuff is. Right. So it's like, hey, Google, I have a link over here and people are going to click on it. So when people click on it and Google has that information on their own, they go, you know what? A lot of people are clicking on this link. Let me go ahead and index this page and bring it up in the rankings because apparently it's very important. Yeah, Google's very smart. They integrate a lot. Everything is tied together with Google. Everything. And that's why I say the more free tools you use from Google, the better off you are. Right. So Google is goo.gl is my first place to go. The downside to that is those metrics are visible to the public. Oh, really? So, yeah. So if you have a page that doesn't do so well, maybe gets like three clicks, people will see that it got three clicks. Really? Yeah, that's the downside. So you want to make sure that what you're putting out there is something people want to click on. So it's very crafty, very edgy on that. But people are busy, Andy. So what if it's only gotten three clicks because... Because everybody's busy? Right. It depends. I mean, if I'm putting something out there that says, hey, I have an event in two weeks, and I've only got three clicks on an event. Now, now now, granted, most people aren't going to go, well, before I click this link, let me go look at the analytics of this link and see how many people have clicked. Most people don't do that. I might from time to time, but most people aren't going to do that. Okay. But if there is an event and, and that event had a short link on it from Google, I will go look at that. And I want how many people have gone to this link? That's, okay, that makes 25 sense. people true. have clicked on this thing for this weekend. I don't know if I'm going to be interested in going to that or not. Right. Gotcha. So I, I kind of do look at that from time to time. For the very, I'd say 85% of the time I don't. But if it is an event on a weekend, I will look at the analytics of a link if they're available. Gotcha. Second one is bit.ly, B-I-T-L-Y dot com. Does the same thing. You give it the long URL, it gives you a short URL back. It's got some really cool analytics and metrics with it, so you can see how your link is doing. The better part of that that I like is you can create your own short URL. So if I have a long, drawn-out hotel name, the Restful Inn, let's say, okay, and I find a very short URL, like ri dot io, I can purchase that, I can point that domain at Bitly, and now my short links that I create from Bitly are my ri.io domain. Nice. So I can do some little internal branding on that. And it looks better. People can say, oh, I guess this person's got it together. This hotel has their own little short link. That's neat. That sounds all complex. <laughs> it's a little, but it's fun. Plus, okay. you, still get, you still get all the metrics, and nobody else can ever jump and use your little short link. Okay, so you actually give them your long URL and they give you back the really short one. one. Yep. Or you can suggest or request. You can. For, in, for instance, if I go there and I say, okay, this is a really short one and it might come out to be bit.ly slash, oh, let's say uppercase G, lowercase O, one, two, X. Okay. And that's the short URL. Well, no one's going to remember those. up And the uppercase and lowercase matter, but no one's going to remember that. However, if I give them, let's say I got the ri.io domain we talked about before, and I said, okay, my, and then I have an event, and let's say it's a summer concert, and we'll say okay. that the, uh, let's say um, Britney Spears is coming Ooh, yeah, at a, to a hotel. Okay. Britney needs a hotel gig. Okay. <laughs> She's testing out Vegas, Vegas. ahead of time, yeah. right? And so now I have ri.io, and I say, okay, make that link Britney. And now it's ri.io slash Britney. Oh. Much easier to remember. Absolutely. People will, if they're interested in Britney Spears, they'll tell their friends about it. And now the word spreads. And I can see the metrics on that, like looking at analytics. I can see, bam, like thousands of people have clicked on this link. Gotcha. That's cool. That (laughs) is cool. And then the other one's been around forever. And a day is called Tiny URL. And it does exactly the same thing. You get Tiny URL slash whatever the name is. It's been around a while. It's old. It's antiquated. It's a little clunky, but it's there. That's the one that I use as my last resort. Okay. I start with Google. If I have my own custom domain, I'll use Bitly. And then if I need just need something real quick and I don't really care about metrics or anything else, I'll use tinyurl. And you use tiny. Yep. T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com. Gotcha. So I prefer to use, like I said, Bitly or the Google. If not, I will use tinyurl. 
I have never heard of these URLs before. <laughs> you must be a tech guy. I must be. There's a little tech in my, in my background. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's one aspect. You can track your links on your social media. That means that, okay, people are clicking on it. But that only gives us a little bit of a footprint on how our social media is doing. The biggest thing we're concerned with is engagement. Is right. somebody doing something with the, my social media post? Meaning? Meaning, are they looking at it? Are right. they clicking on something? Am I getting my most wanted response out of them? Are they watching my video? Are they listening to my podcast? Whatever it might be. Right. Are they sharing? Yeah, big one is sharing. Yeah, it's huge. Most places, you're going to find two, two uh, terminologies in here. Okay. Either analytics or insights. They both mean the same thing. Okay, I know what insights means. I've got a Facebook insight. There you go. That's the biggest one, Facebook insights. You go to Facebook insights, every page has it. It's available to it for free, and it tells you how your posts are doing. Yeah. Now. It's really cool. Facebook does this very, very well, and they do it very, very well for a very good reason. They let you know, hey, the post you just did is doing better than 85% of your other posts you should consider spending a little bit of money with us to boost that post and get even more exposure. Right. So by them telling you how it's doing, you go, that's doing really well. You want to do it, you want it to do better. You spend 10, 20, 30, hundred dollars with them and fantastic. You're great. Right. Most of the customers that I deal with for social media will have about a thousand dollar a month budget for boosting posts on Facebook. And when you boost that post, that means it's going to pop up in somebody else's timeline, depending on how you set up your targeting it will pop up on someone's feed. They'll see it. Right. Now, hopefully when they see it, they do more than just see it. They'll see it and you'll know that they see it, but if they haven't done anything with it, then it's, you're not going to want to boost that. Too many times people will create a post, not wait for any kind of analytics or metrics back from Facebook and automatically boost it. Right. So they'll say, okay, we're having a, an event Friday. T today is Thursday. Let's put a post up about it. Man, it's one day away. We better boost this thing too. And they automatically boost it and they'll spend 10, 20, 30, 50 bucks, whatever it is. And that's nominal. And they're throwing it away because they don't know if that post is going to do anything yet. Mm. So, uh -oh. number one, poor planning on their part. They, right. they waited till Thursday for a Friday event. Right. But they don't know how that post is going to do. And, and bottom line, if it's a bad post, you can spend thousands of dollars on it. It's still a bad post. Right. It hasn't, something missed. It didn't even engage. It wasn't a cool picture. The headline was off, whatever it was. So you have to wait a little bit, be a little patient, wait for that Facebook insights, and then decide, okay, that, face, that particular post on Facebook did well. And if it makes sense to boost it, God, throw some money at it and boost it. Right. Now, question. Mm -hmm. Like if they stop, if you haven't done anything in a while, you haven't posted in a while, you know, as a business, you know, you haven't done anything, any pictures, so you're on Facebook doing this, right? And then you stop getting the alerts from the ins from Insight. Does that mean that they've thrown you away or they've forgotten about you? Or Not at all. And the other thing you have to worry about is just the opposite. So if, if your post, when it first comes out, there's about a 28-day window that your post is going to be relevant. Okay. After that 28 days, you're not going to get any metrics on it unless somebody's dug down in there deep and reposted it for whatever reason. Right. Now, if you stop, Posting on Facebook, you don't have anything out there. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been eh, more like a couple of months. Yeah. And now you're posting again. Whatever post you just posted, more than likely is going to do 98% better than any other post you have on your page because right. it's something new. And since it's nice. new, okay. all of your followers go, oh, they're posting again. What's going on? And they click on it. And so you get what I call a false positive. Oh. Facebook will send you an email and go, hey, this post is doing 98% better than any of your other posts. And you go, oh, this is great. Right. Let me go boost it. No, don't. Gotcha. <laughs> Take into consideration that you haven't posted in a while. Right. It's like, you know, if for me, if, you know, if, if you go on on a diet. Right. And you can't have, let's say, milkshakes. And then your cheat day comes up and you can have a milkshake. Oh, boy. That's a delicious milkshake. <laughs> it's delicious. That's the best milkshake you've oh, had yeah. in a month. Because oh, you haven't had a milkshake in a month. It's right. the same thing with posting. Right. You right. haven't posted, it's going to be a great post. So right. you got to keep that in mind. As we mentioned, Instagram, uh, owned by Facebook, they have the same insights. If you have a business account. Mm, okay. So you have to switch your Instagram account over to a Instagram business account. And it's just a little button that converts it. It's no big deal. Okay. But they provide you the same insights. How are your pictures doing? 
how many likes you're getting on this, what you reach, how many people are sharing it. You get all those insights. So if you have a really cool picture that you think, hey, this is a really cool picture and you put up on Instagram, if a lot more people think it's cool, that's a good thing. Right. If they don't, yeah, maybe you have to look at your picture and see why it's not doing so good. And it's nice to have that second set of eyes to kind of look at that picture mm. with you and say, you know, because you may not know looking at the picture that maybe, you know, it was or how it was off rather. Or I why miss it's things. Off. I miss things in the background all the time. So do I. And I look at the foreground because I know what subject matter I'm taking a picture of. And then someone's like, yeah, but if you look at the back, <laughs> this person in the back's making a really weird face. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. So you may not want that up yeah. there. Twitter has fantastic analytics. Everybody's already got it. You can go to analytics.twitter.com if you have a Twitter account. Right, yeah. It is a 28-day window on how your tweets are doing. You look at the month, it tells you how many, how many followers you've gained or lost. It tells you what your best post was of the month. It gives you a really good snapshot of the last 28 days. You know, I did not know that Twitter had that. So. Analytics.twitter.com. It's fantastic. Got my brain going. <laughs> It's what I use with my customers to let them know, hey, here's how the tweets are working. Okay. This one did really well. It got retweeted. People liked it. We got more followers. It gives you a little bar graph of how things are going. And for uh, business people who understand metrics and charts more than social media, they like metrics and charts. So you show them that and they go, okay, yeah, this Twitter thing, it really does work. Yeah, it really does. That makes sense. We've been hearing a lot about Twitter and the media and and the... uh yeah, in the media lately. Especially, yeah, lately. Right. We got somebody who likes to tweet a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe not complete tweets, but he tweets a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's it definitely is. a lot. Uh, Pinterest. Photos. Oh, I love Pinterest. They have analytics. So nice. you can see how your photos are doing, how long people stay in your Pinterest page, how long, how far they scroll down, Yeah. how many pictures they put their little heart on. It, they, they tell you everything. They give you that information. That's funny you said that i actually have a wall in my room that was inspired by one of um, uh-huh. a property in palm coast that i used to frequent back in the days and um they had a beautiful accent wall mm. and um i took that idea and i went home and i replicated it so you have a hotel accent wall at your house yes that is awesome yes <laughs> and my girlfriend came over and she took a picture of it and like a month or so later, I hear that it was on Pinterest and it was like an idea that was being shared. You know, like it was it was cool. My wall yeah. was cool pretty much. It was it was something that was gone it had gone viral. Nice. I was so excited. <laughs> and I thought, man, that's that's awesome. Well now I need to go back to your friend and ask her for the analytics of that to see exactly how viral it went. Right. Yeah. I, I have to do that. I'll do that. <laughs> I'm popular. <laughs> you didn't even know this. I did not know that my wall had created so much yeah, so much chatter and that's fun. Yeah. It's always weird when you when whatever it is hits, right? And you realize, wow, I took this crazy picture or this funny this funny thing I said, and now right. it's there's so many stories on those that are fun. LinkedIn has analytics, really. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so now I knew that. Yeah, because LinkedIn being the the premier business social marketing tool, you need to know. You need to see how your engagement is doing, how many followers you have, how many people you're connected with, what's going, you know, everything about it. LinkedIn's weird, though, in a sense, because, you know, when you view someone's profile, it tells them that so-and-so viewed your profile. So if I want to go and view someone's profile and I don't want them to know Andy, then how do I... How do I get around that? Well, I would think the easiest way would be to create a different LinkedIn account. (laughs) I'd create like a false persona and <laughs> go in there and maybe make it like a misspelling of some celebrity's name, give someone a thrill. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's definitely informative, but you know, it's, it kind of, um, you know, it, it, it definitely takes away from, you know, the mysteria of it, it kind of, it pulls the shade back. It does a little bit, but as a business professional, I like knowing when someone has viewed my profile. Okay. Because that means there's an interest for whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm sharing on, on LinkedIn. Right. And I can contact them and go, hey, was there something I can answer for you? That's true. And, and so for absolutely. me, that's, I've made more connections, but you've got to be really monitoring LinkedIn for that, you know, because that moment, if someone viewed my profile like two or three days ago, whatever they were looking for might be gone. That opportunity and chance might have already bypassed. Right. Or if you've messaged someone and they haven't oh, messaged yeah. you back. That's always sad. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, should I go and view that person's profile to see that, you know, to make sure that I actually got, you know, I got it right in my presentation or in my, uh, you know. Yeah. Right. And then they know you did that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
And of course, our good friends at Google, uh, Google Plus has an influence page, it's called. Mm. There are other systems I will briefly mention here uh, that measure your influence as well. And that is the same thing as how many people are following you, how many people are sharing your posts, how many people are liking your things, are saving your things, or whatever they're doing, whatever posts or engagements that they're doing, how many more people are doing that? And that becomes your social influence. Mm. There are services like Clout and a bunch of other ones that measure that for you as well. So you go from being a person who posts on social media to being a social media influencer. Mm, Now, if you're influencing social media, that means people are waiting for you to say something and then acting upon what you've said. Right. So now that you have become this social media influencer and you can point back to that, then you realize, okay, you kind of tailor your tweets or your posts or whatever it is that you're doing to be more informative and helpful Mm. and that's what we try to do here, and we'll be there. We'll be an influencer to Excellent. influence the hotels and the motels and the property owners in this place in, in Orlando to be more aware of how they're engaging their audiences in social media. I was going to ask you that. That's a, good, that's a good point you bring up. Yeah, you have to. you got to be very careful about what you're posting. You can't just post willy-nilly. Right. Uh, we've mentioned that before in the show. You have to be conscious and and really think about what you're sharing because you are sharing your brand and your brand is you. Right. So if you're just posting something negative or not, you're not adding to the conversation of anything, then it's, it's a worthless post. Yeah. So I guess it is wise to kind of maybe have someone that's there on property dedicated to just social media versus like your GM or your AGM doing this stuff because, or a housekeeper executive or even, you know, any executive or director on property or manager or just, you know, yeah, I always full-time recommend um, somebody, a full-time employee would be my first recommendation. If a company cannot afford a full-time employee, I always recommend a third-party service like what we're offering, who can come in once, twice a week, take some photos, do some posts for them. Because in a, a one, once or twice a week, you can get information and enough information from the, from the site for an entire week's worth of posting. Yeah. So it doesn't take a lot to get, it doesn't take a lot of time up front to get a lot of social media posts done for an entire month. Right. However. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, most companies that I've done work for it on a full-time basis. It's a full-time job because you're running around, you're doing photos. If something interesting is happening, you want to be there. So right. now you need to be in tune with what everybody else is doing. Right. And if something cool happens and you miss it, you've missed it. Right. And now people right. go, wow, man, we just had that really cool thing. Did you see the guy? He was juggling fire. You're like, no, right. I missed the guy juggling fire. Right. Can he juggle fire again? No, he's left. Right. Or the family out in the parking lot, you know, meeting an, uh, you know, another carload of family. They're all hugging. Oh, yeah. You know, that's fantastic. That yeah. That's, you, and that moment is gone. Right. Now, you're not going to capture every moment. That's, a, that's an unrealist expectation. But to have someone run around full time, it's kind of cool. Absolutely. Now, the best thing to do outside of all these metrics and all these tools you can use is simply ask your customer. Right. Yeah, it's the easiest thing. You, you know, people go, oh, I never thought of that. How'd you find out about us? Okay. You know, and people go, oh, well, I saw the post on Facebook. Oh, great. Mostly for the privately run properties, this is going to be useful. The larger hotel chains probably don't have that because like, well, I went to Hilton.com and I made a reservation. Okay, thanks. So you miss right. out on that. Right. But if you're a small one person or one family run small hotel somewhere, and a you say, a boutique, you have a good, yeah. perfect. And so you say, how did you find out about us? I have been following you guys on Facebook for six months. Right. Great. You know what's working. Right. Or on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, doesn't matter where to Twitter. I'm following, I, I'm following your them. tweets are hilarious. You right. Know, exactly. it might be. So that engagement that you get with that customer, it's going to serve two points. Number one, if, if, someone, if you ask somebody, hey, where'd you hear about us? And they say, well, I went through this uh, travel booking company and that's just what they recommended. It was the best price. And now I'm here. Fantastic. Even though they didn't find out you about on social media, you've just engaged that customer in right. a dialogue. Now's your chance to go, oh, by the way, we have a Facebook page. We're on LinkedIn. We right. have a Twitter account. Slide them a piece of information with all of your right. social media on it. And they're like, oh, great. You see, by the way, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll get updates throughout the day when things are happening inside the hotel. Cool. Now, you mentioned like a spa thing earlier. Yeah. If you if the person in the spa looks down at their schedule and goes, man, I have an opening from five to seven that nobody filled out. 
they can send out a quick tweet. Anybody following the hotel goes, oh, I can go book. Mm. So instead of that person waiting around between five to seven with no booking, they now let everybody know. Now, of course, this is going to get other people who are following the Twitter account who aren't at the hotel. Right. So it could be relevant, could be irrelevant to them. Maybe somebody's following the hotel happens to live in the area and goes, I could really use a back rub today or whatever spa treatment right. it is. Right. They call up, hey, is that five to seven available? Sure is. Because I've yet to run into a Fantastic. spa that won't take someone who's not staying at the property. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? so, That's right. So it's something good to have in there. Or even just advertising occupancy rates, you know, specials. You know, we're low occupancy, you know, for those big grand resorts oh, that yeah. have the great pools and the great <sighs> restaurants. Off-season rates come out. Right. Oh, hey, love, don't forget, I you can that. have a staycation. That's right. You're like, I could use a staycation. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. Florida resident special this weekend, whatever wow. it might be. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Awesome. So just remember, you can use those unique links to track how your links are doing. All the analytics and insights that are provided to you from the actual social media providers. And of course, always ask your customers. And that'll give you a fantastic snapshot of how your social media is doing. Replicating content, Patsy. Replicating so there are tools available, freely available, that you make one post and then you tell it, okay, I want you to connect to my Facebook, to my Instagram, to my Twitter, mm -hmm. to my LinkedIn, to my WhatsApp, to right. my <laughs> everything else. It'll connect to everything you want them to connect to. You do one post, it sends it out to everybody. And then you kick back, you put your feet up and you go, I'm done for the day. I did my social media. There you go. <laughs> Except if you have anybody who's following you in more than one of those, like maybe they're following you on Instagram and Twitter or Instagram and Facebook, whatever combination it is, okay. they just got a duplicate post from you. Uh -oh. It's not smart enough to go, hey, I'm not going to send out a duplicate post because it's posting to everybody. It doesn't know who's following you. Right. So these okay. services just know where you want to post your stuff out to. So I don't always recommend this for your general posts. Okay. It's a wonderful day. Something's going on. You're doing a quick post. I've got the opening at the spa that we talked about. Your normal posting, I wouldn't replicate it. I wouldn't use one of these replication services to do this. What I would use it for is something like major news. Maybe you have a wing of your hotel that's going to be down because it's, it's close to renovations. Oh, yeah. That's important. So go ahead and make that announcement one time, and it goes out to all of your locations. That way you don't accidentally mess up a date. Right. Make sure that post is correct before you click you know, post. Your dates are right with it. It goes out to all of your pipes. Yeah. Everybody sees it. If they see that more than once, it's okay. People go, oh, I better you know, I need to know that. Right. The pool is closed because it had an algae bloom. Very mm. important for your guests to know that. Absolutely. Especially before they've, you know, changed upstairs in their rooms. Everybody's gotten all their swim gear and their right. floaties and their everything else. Right. And they've lotioned up. They got all their suntan lotion and they've made the entire trek all the way downstairs. Right. And your pool's closed. Mm. Not good. Now they're upset. Oh, yeah. man, the polls closed. But if you have made an announcement and they're following you somehow, right. then it's okay. One of the things I want to I'll throw in here is when people are following you on Twitter, you can have them turn on the notifications for your account so that when you tweet, they get a pop-up on their phone. Okay. Their phone beeps, it buzzes, whatever. They can look down and go, oh, pool's closed. Not good. All right, well, we don't have to change, guys. Or, okay, let's go see the movie, and maybe by the time we're done with the movie, the pool right. will be back open, whatever right. the case might be. New amenities, always good to tell everybody. Oh, yeah, you can't always overdo that. Always good. Hey, we got a new slide. Right. <laughs> or now we have bungee jumping into the pool. Go ahead and do that one time. Let everybody know about it. Have the cool picture of it, and it all goes out to so all the social media everybody knows. Right. Also, I love those updates. Yo, those are fun to get. Oh, those are awesome. Plus, even if somebody isn't at your location and they have been in the past and are following you on social media and you just got something new going on at your property, maybe they're going to come down and visit. They'll say, hey, you know what? The, the restful end just got a new slide. That was a fun slide. Now they got two of them. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Or they have a, a beach volleyball set up now. Right. I'll go stay the weekend. That sounds like fun. That's right. Any kind of major announcements. So if you have new management. That's important. It's important. If I'm a guest somewhere and maybe I didn't have the best experience and now they're under new management, I go, you know what? The bed was comfortable. The food was good. The right. room was fantastic. I just didn't like that guy behind the counter. Right. But now they're under new management. Hmm. I think I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I had an experience where I went to a, uh, it was a motel here and the staff who ran it, they lived on site and okay. the offices 
they're they live like right next to the office, which is very common. They it. have a little room, little door that comes off. Now yeah. they're in their office. Yeah. However, you walked into the main lobby and the people the who were running the location were smokers. Oh. I happen to have a very sensitive nose. I walk in, I'm like, oh. You I, smelled it. Yeah, it was and it was a this is where we're eating breakfast and oh. you know, I'm like, this is right. not good. Right. So I made a comment about it. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna come back and stay at this location. This is location I would be at once a month. And I will find another hotel to stay at right. while I'm there because I can't deal with even walking into the lobby. Right. That's sad. The room was fantastic. I love the room. It had hardwood floors. It was really good. It had a cool computer desk. The, right. the internet speeds are fantastic. Everything else And those about, are all important amenities too. They really are. And yeah. everything else about the hotel I liked, except I did not want the experience of walking through the smoke-filled lobby. I got an email well, a couple months later, probably about six months later, that said, hey, we're under new management. Mm. And I said, this is interesting. So I emailed back and I went, what about the smoking in the lobby? And the guy's right. like, nope, that guy's gone. That was a game so, changer. Game changer for me because that particular location was close to where I was going to need to be. It was, everything was great about it. Oh, that's perfect. So I went back, no problems. Yay. So it was really good to get that. Even though I got in an email, which is a social media announcement platform, uh, it made sense to me to get. So new management was fantastic to get. Also, major events, anything going on around or in your location. Absolutely. And we are chock full of them here in Orlando. Oh, yeah. So much to do. So little time. Yeah, it's a big thing. We have all the theme parks. We have one of the largest convention centers in the United States, Eastern Seaboard, anyhow. Right. We've got a lot of stuff going on in Orlando. We are the gate. What what do they call us? The gate? The gates? uh, The gatekeepers or the gateway? The gateway. The gateway. Yeah, we really are. We do have so many events here. Yes. And. If you can announce that those events are close to your hotel. It saves on time and travel. Oh, man. You, you know what? Here's the thing that I want to start seeing. Let's say uh, whatever event it is, doesn't matter. Event X is here in Orlando. It's 1.7 miles from my hotel. And by the way, an Uber is going to cost you $5. That's awesome. If I know ahead of time how much an Uber should cost me, I can right. budget that. Right. And I know, okay, perfect. Uber services them. They service where I'm going. It's going to cost me $5. I don't have to worry about anything. Or even better if they have a free shuttle. Right. But if not, at least I know how much Uber is going to cost me. I found out for that from my house to the convention center, an Uber is $7. Right. I'm never going to park in a convention center again. That's right. <laughs> you know, and the property is also, Andy, functioning as a coordinator, you know, a, you know, an itinerary coordinator for the guests, which is awesome. Yes. You know, it takes the stress or at least some of the stress off of the guests, you know, and it, and it really helps. It really helps the family or the, or the individual that's here. You know, just traveling and lodging for the weekend or, you know, whenever the, the duration of the stay is. But it's just, it's a really helpful thing. It's a decision maker for them. Absolutely. So if I am trying to figure out, okay, where am I going to stay this weekend? Because I've got this convention going up. I need to go do it. And I start Googling that convention and I see these hotel posts that are related with it. And I look and I go, that's only a mile away. Right. And look at all these cool things. Look at these cool pictures from this hotel. They have a Facebook page. Let me right. go check this out. Look at all the fun these people are having. I'm there. And if you're like my husband, you're planning like the day before you actually travel. And that's perfect. <laughs> you know, it's perfect. I tend to plan about a week out. So. You and me both. <laughs> but you would still have that. Uh, most places know about an event well before time. Right. They've got blackouts where they can't talk about it until a certain time. As soon as they're able to announce that event, they can announce it. Right. And continue announcing it until the event actually happens. And that's that's sweet. You know, we're this far away and Uber costs this much. Uh, There are these amenities along the way. There's all these great restaurants you can eat at between here and there. Right. So many things to do. And you're, again, you're framing your customer before they've even arrived to your door. And they're adding a value. Huge value. Versus just to stay. Yeah, the property's great. Stay here. But the value of of the the guest service. It's incredible. The benefit. And, And the beauty of it is is that person who's looking at their social media on their phones or their computers or their tablets. They're going to see that. They're going to feel that. And then they feel the connection. Absolutely. And they think even before they've shown up to the property, these people are providing great customer service right now. Right. It's going to be even better when I get there. Right. Absolutely. So it's one of those huge things that can't put enough value to it. Right. So it's okay to replicate content. If it's major news or major announcements, replicate it by all means. It saves you time. It makes sure that the message you're sending out is uniform across all your all your social media. Okay. And it's good to do. If it's more along the lines, like we said before, about the breakfast, no, don't do it. <laughs> Keep your breakfast stuff uh, <laughs> to certain you know certain pipes. Twitter would probably be the only one to do the breakfast announcement on. Uh, but if it's something major, absolutely use 
as many uh, replicating services as you can. Hopefully you only have one. That'll get all your pipes at once. Nice. All the pipes. All right, so real quick, welcome to the show. It's your first time on. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. kind of went right into it without even introducing you. Oh. Big shock to all of our listeners that now we have, there's, there's, there's more. Yes. There's Patsy. It is me. And you bring a wealth of information to the show. You have a wealth of knowledge. You have a wealth of experience in the, in the hotel industry. I've and, got some experience. Uh, some five plus years <laughs> is a lot of experience. It, was, it felt like it was longer than that. <laughs> I feel like I made, you know, I, I have long life friends and family members that actually, that I've left, you know, that, I, that, that are still there. Working in, you know, Orlando, the Orlando, just Central Florida, period. It's the Florida region, which is my territory. Which, which, uh, something that surprised me that day, the, the, our very first meeting, you ran into a little bit of an issue, your phone died on you. You stopped in a random hotel <laughs> right. to see if you could use a house phone, which is completely like a hotel thing to do. Exactly. And you knew somebody there. And I knew someone there. I knew the GM. <laughs> he was from Lake Mary. And now he's here. And he, now he's downtown. And, and that's awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. And that's how it works in the wholesale industry. You just, you, people just kind of, you know, they're always there and um, they, move, they move around and um, certain brands do house, uh, keep people there longer, but you will see the same folks eventually again at some point. These keep making the rounds, going from one property yep, to the other. Hopefully exactly. uh, up and, you know, they're, they're increasing their value in the property when they go to a new Absolutely. one. Absolutely. It's always, it's, that's always the case for the most part. I've never seen anything differently. Um, they may do, you know, I've got guests or customers that have done like liaison moves, but. Sure. Or some places and doing well enough and they need to, you know, hey, exactly. let's send you there to get that, bump them up a little exactly. bit. Exactly. You've got folks leaving certain brands or certain flags and going over to different, you know, other brands that are, you know, just promoting and, and, and recruiting basically. So you see that too. Yeah, we we're gonna grow old together. <laughs> you know, I this is this is life full circle, Andy. You know, I was I was once I, I called you know I called myself a um I called myself a um what I call myself. I wasn't there, so I don't I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was you know I, I would beat the streets. You know, I was out and about every day, all day, going from hotel to resort to lodge you know they're all different and um you know knocking on doors talking to gms um talking to managers directors whomever mm. and here i am now full circle you know talking mm. to him again right <laughs> just it's in a different exactly it's not as hot when you're right. here from it's, the microphone it's not as hot oh my goodness you said it you said it that's yeah. it different kind of sweat behind a microphone exactly I guess. <laughs> exactly right so we are, are uh, looking forward to a lot of great information from you. Uh, we'll be picking your brain, grabbing all those little nuggets of experience that you have. Nice. Uh, bringing those to, uh, to the show, uh, adding an immense value to the show for our audience, uh, which is going to be fantastic for everybody. Wonderful. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Uh, I know that you had mentioned your husband and you also have a little business that kind of helps out in hotels. Yeah, we do. So we'll be bringing that. It's cleaning, right? It is cleaning. You house guys, cleaning. You do a lot of cleaning. That's vastly important. I Rest, talked about that many mostly, times. Mostly restaurant, grand openings and uh, renovations, new lobbies, new lobby cleans. Oh, lobbies. Lobbies are wonderful. You know, I, I fell in love with lobbies and hotels, you mm. know, because that's her front entrance. Right. That's your first impression. That's your first impression. Usually. Well, your first on-site impression. First impression. Right. I stayed not too long ago. I was up in Tallahassee and the, the location I went to was under renovation. And uh, like when I first got there, I thought this place is closed. Right. Something's wrong. I had the wrong reservation. <laughs> and I walked in and I was like walking through uh, the sheet plastic. And, you know, I'm like, right. what is this is a crime scene? Oh, there was Dexter here. What's going on? <laughs> and, you know, I, as soon as I watched. You didn't in, get the tweet, Andy? I didn't get the tweet. I didn't get anything. There was like <laughs> no information. And I walked in and they started apologizing. And I'm like, well, are you guys open? Partner dust. Yeah, Yeah. one of those. Are you guys open? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is my reservation still good? They're like, oh, sure. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And uh, it was great. I I can't even, sadly, can't remember the the, the hotel I was at. I think it was a, I think it was a Holiday Inn. They all underwent renovations at the same time. It seemed like, like back to back to back to back. Yeah, I'm very sure now that it definitely was a Holiday Inn. uh, It was up in Tallahassee. Express, was it? Uh, might have been okay, yeah. and uh, they bent over backwards to make sure that I, that I was fine. Oh yeah, uh, there was no breakfast because that was part of the part that's being renovated. But you got vouchers 
uh, to like a Perkins or Denny's, Denny's across the street. And uh, yeah, they, they really made, uh, made me feel at home. Right. Um, I did have a small issue, as I said before, my nose is very sensitive. Mm, and allergies. when I went to my room, it was the painting glue. Oh. And I called down. I was like, I hate to be this guy. Yeah. And they're like, not a problem. And right. they, they actually got a nice little upgrade. I, even though I was only here for two days, I had a suite. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, this is, I didn't ask for a suite. I got a suite. And they may have had the occupancy because they were down due to construction. So. Yeah, it was. they were redoing the parking lot. They were redoing uh, they everything. Were going for an overhaul, yeah, sounds massive. like. Massive. Massive time. But see, if I had known ahead of time to, right. to subscribe to something and maybe look around hey, on social exactly. media, might have known. Or had they known. Had they known, yeah. Right. Reach out. Yeah, right. it would have been great. Well, they do those every 10 years for the most part. Is it? Yeah. 10-year cycle? Yep. Now, you remember here in town, we had the uh, the Contemporary Resort over at Disney? Yes. The original plans for the Contemporary Resort were to be able, all the rooms were modular. Okay. And they had a big crane looking thing that was just going to pop the room out so and pop the new one in. Oh, Kind of like Legos. Really? They didn't account for settlement. And so the hotel settled and squashed all the rooms in there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, I did not know that. Yeah. They can't do what they wanted to do with the contemporary. Wow. <laughs> Hence the name contemporary. I was going to say Always going to be contemporary. They're I just going to pop a that. room out, pop a new one in. That would, that would have been very... Super contemporary. Yeah, it would be a fantastic idea that just didn't account for settlement. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's your little piece of information on Florida in, hotel history you might not have known. That's that's some great history. I appreciate that. <laughs> Jot that one and down. They, and they still have the monorail going right through the middle of it. Right so. through the middle of it. Great, great location. I love Disney's Orlando. properties. They do a good job. They do a great They're job. Really good job out there. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode. I'm so glad to have you on board. It's going to be such a blast. Likewise, Andy. I'm so happy to be here. I am looking forward to my tenure here and all the great conversations that we'll be having. That's going to be great. Looking forward to it. And as we do wrap up our time together, I want to let you guys know that if you, you have resources available, now you've got double the resources available to you. We can help out your, your social marketing, your media team, anything you've got we can help you guys with. You'll only have my experience in the social media and networking infrastructure. You have Patchy's five plus years of experience in the hotel industry. We are here to help you guys overcome any obstacles you might have. Any. So thanks again for listening to Sotelia. We are the Hoteliers podcast with social media and local marketing management. Until next time, may your ADRs be ever increasing.